Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Laurie Andrus, and welcome to this week's episode of Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. All right, today we are going to talk about crystals. Yep, so excited about this, and most specifically, we're going to talk about crystals that vanish. They just go poof, they disappear. Yeah, have you ever had that happen? I'm sure you have. If you've been working with crystals for a while, you know all about this. You've had this experience, you're familiar with it. Um, But if you haven't, uh, be forewarned. (laughs) This is what happens when we start to cultivate relationship with our crystals and stones. And part of their vanishing or disappearing or going into hiding for a little while is a part of our relationship. It's a part of their message and wisdom that they are sharing. So this is prompted, um, this episode is actually prompted by an experience I recently had where I was preparing for a class And in my preparation process, I went down into my basement and most specifically into one of our little cellar rooms where we store um, things like uh, the the coffee maker that, you know, is for parties and stuff like that or um, the, the hot water type of container. And so I went down to pull that out to bring it along for the class. And when I walked into the room, there was the little pouch of moldavite pieces that has been missing for years. I'm not kidding. There they were just sitting on the shelf. There is no reason for them to be in this room. (laughs) Not at all. This is not a crystal room. It is a storage room. It's like being in the closet. And I was, I was just shocked. I, I looked at this little pouch and I, I, I recognized it immediately. Um, and I stood there and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. How did this get here? And I picked it up and felt the bag and I could feel the little, the little pieces of Moldavite in it. And I thought to myself, wow, this is really random and really weird. And at the same time, it was on a day when I was going to be teaching a class. And I felt like there was some incredible magic in them showing up at that moment and that time. Now, if you've been listening to um, my podcast in the past, or perhaps either Rooted Life Radio or Priestess Pathway podcast, you are familiar with um, that you know that I do a lot of online programs. I do I do podcasts. Um, I do a lot of like online sorts of things, but I haven't been doing a lot of in-person things. 
And this year I received the message loud and clear from multiple people that it is time for me to step into doing more in-person classes. And so a part of that, um, it's this is a shift for me. This is a shift in teaching style. It's pushing a comfort edge for me. Um, it's shifting, you know, it's, it's inviting me to grow and expand and become more comfortable with, with a new edge, a new, a new experience in my life. And, um, and I've been really enjoying this. It's been a lot of fun, but, uh, here it was, you know, the day when I was preparing and getting ready and this little pouch of Moldavite shows up to be my companion on that day to be a part of this teaching experience, be a part of my expansion experience. Pretty cool. Yeah, so this is something that happens a lot with crystals. Um, you know, we, we receive a crystal and sometimes it disappears for a bit and it disappears uh, until we are ready to work with it. Sometimes our journey with it is complete and it moves on. We'll talk more about like why they disappear, what happens um, with them <laughs> when that happens uh, in between. But, uh, you know, my first experience with this was oh, about 10 years ago, um, and it was with my turtle stone. And turtle stone, you know, you're going to hear me talk about turtle stone a lot. So turtle stone is no longer with me because turtle stone was my first disappearing act with a crystal. <laughs> <laughs> um, or with a stone. But turtle stone, we, we had this really beautiful bond. And I really believe that it was turtle stone who called me to the path of shamanism. And turtle stone was the first stone that I put in my mesa, uh, my crystal medicine bundle that I, I work with um, shamanically. And it was the first stone from within that bundle to literally disappear. Now, what happened is this stone was so, so sacred to me. And I was on a, a journey in Peru uh, with working with the High Mountain Shaman. Um, and we were, we were working with our medicine bundles and tuning into which stones were going to really support us in the next chapter of our life, which ones were really active and alive with the medicine that we're here to share with the world. And, um, and any stone that wasn't fully there, wasn't maybe, um, they use the phrase healthy uh, and thriving. And um, if, it wasn't, if that wasn't happening, we were to let them go. We were to pull them out of our medicine bundle and offer them back to the earth. And I remember every time I opened up my medicine bundle, I would look at Turtle Stone and I would think, oh, you're just so happy. I'm so happy you're here and I will never let you go. <laughs> yeah, we all know now, you know, that's, that's a sign for uh, things are going to shake up and uh, whatever we're really holding tight to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of energy around that. So, um, so I sat with it, you know, every time we had to, we sat with our medicine bundles. Well, then one day we were up on this mountain, um, mountain Wakawilka, and Wakawilka is a, is a mountain of emotion. It is all about emotion. And for me, Turtle Stone had been this incredible gift. Um, it really helped me to find my path, my personal power. It helped me to find my path, and it actually helped me to find the power within my emotions, the gift of my own emotions. And here we are, we're sitting on this mountain, and um, and I pick a nice little cozy spot, and I open up my medicines bundle, and I am not kidding, I saw it roll out 
and disappear. Turtle stone rolled out of my mesa and just was completely gone. It didn't bounce down the mountain. It didn't land on the ground right in front of me. It disappeared. I searched all over. It was not there. It was gone. I was heartbroken at the time. And at the same time, I had a very clear awareness that if it hadn't just disappeared, I would have held onto that stone forever. And what it taught me in that experience was that um, the gift, the reason it came into my life was complete. Our journey together was complete. And it left because it knew I wouldn't be able to let it go. I wouldn't be able to uh, pass it on to its next person or leave it at the bottom of the Jaguar Lagoon on um, one of the mountains or leave it in an altar on one of the mountains. It knew that it needed to just disappear. So there's a lot of different beliefs around what happens when a crystal disappears or what it what it does um, in between. Uh, there's a really big theory that it moves on to its next person. Um, And I I tend to really tap into that and agree with that. Uh, I think uh, crystals, uh, (laughs) this is going to sound a little, you know, out there, but um, from my, from my experiences, I really feel like crystals have the ability to step outside of our linear time and our linear physical experiences and um, be interdimensional. And that means moving throughout dimensions, moving throughout time and space and moving from one person to the next and doing that when the timing is exactly right. So um, I've had this happen over and over and over. You know, like my mind is just, as I'm talking about this, it's calling forward so many more experiences. Um, For example, a pair of earrings that I lost one day, um, I'd gone to get my hair done and I somehow, I I didn't even know where I lost them, but they were gone. Um, And I couldn't find them, couldn't find them, couldn't find them. Then about months later, I was at, um, at the salon probably maybe even a year later and in walked the receptionist and she was wearing my earrings and i was like oh my goodness those are my earrings and she goes i found them they were in the parking lot and she was so excited about them and she was so cute and she was like you know what you need to have them back and um and we so got a giggle at the cycle that happened they came to her because they were it was time for her to have them and then they came back to me when it was time for me to have them back and the they're very like fluid and transitional and so i think the first thing i really want to invite you to just be aware of when you're um beginning to further develop and expand your relationship with the crystals and the crystalline realms is to remember that that's the crystals are connected with another dimension connected with another realm and their journey is in it's it intersects with ours and it's independent of ours. They have their own experience, their own path that there is unfolding within, you know, that they're they're here to support people with. And um, and we have our own experience and sometimes they show up to support us. And when that is complete, they move on. Yeah, whether or not we are ready to let them go, they will move on. Um, the other way that we can really tell, you know, when our our journey is complete with a particular crystal is to actually see it break. And um, 
and have it that break of a crystal, which can be <laughs> literally heartbreaking, right? If you've had a crystal break, in particular one of your favorite crystals, you know that um, that break means that it's complete. Your journey together, your work together is complete. So what do we do when that journey is complete? If the crystal has not completely vanished, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with the broken crystal? Well, I really find it powerful to, um, sometimes the crystal itself may be uh, chipped, broken, or something that is, uh, that it's still whole. And you may know someone who would uh, benefit from that crystal and passing it on is beautiful, it's perfect. Another option is to offer it back to the earth. Now I've done a lot of different things. Um, I have done things from doing a ceremony and burying it in deep, deep, deep into the earth. Um, I've brought stones just into my garden and allowed them to be a part of the garden, um, like a visible part of the garden. And I've also taken stones to like the ocean, to the lake. Um, lake Michigan has been an incredible uh, space holder for many stones for me, stones that have broken or shattered or changed in some way and our journey is complete and I've offered them back. And the same thing, um, you know, I talked about a, a lagoon up on one of the mountains in Peru. Um, many of my original medicine stones are at the bottom of that lagoon because our journey was complete <laughs> and it was time to let them go. So I think that's really the big key to remember that they are letting you know that your journey together is complete. So when our physical journey is complete with a crystal, there's still a little opportunity to bring more awareness and further integrate the medicine or the reason that a crystal was with us. So this is a really powerful time to one, gain clarity around what was this crystal supporting you with? How was it supporting your life? And when you can spend a little time just in reflection on like what what was what were some of the challenges you were experiencing, some of the transitions or changes that you moved through while this crystal was an active part of your life, that can create some clarity around what your breakthrough was because a, a journey is a journey together with a crystal is complete when we have a breakthrough. My breakthrough with Turtle Stone was the, an awareness around the power of my emotions. That was a huge breakthrough. My entire life up until that point was really feeling an incredible sense of shame around my emotions, the depth of my emotions. And that stone revealed to me that it, my emotions were an incredible gift. They were an ally. They were a power, a center of power, and that there's a way to work with them powerfully. So when you step back, often when a stone disappears and we step back and begin to ask ourselves questions about how was this crystal supporting me, we can discover what we've moved through. We can really begin to see it with that eagle eye, with that laser-like lens that is incredibly powerful. It'll also help us to see what threshold we have crossed within our lives. Moving from one stage in our experience into the next is a crossing of a threshold. When I talked about the Moldavite pieces returning to my life at the time that I was stepping into 
in-person classes, teaching in-person classes, that was potent. It was giving me a clue right away. It was saying, yes, 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 I support this and I'm here to help you with this. This is time. You are in alignment. Keep moving forward. Cross that threshold, face your fear, and move through it, right? So let yourself be a little reflective, discover, dig in, ask yourself the questions. What threshold have you crossed in your life? The next question you may want to be with is, what is the medicine that you have integrated? So the phrase that I talked about with um, the power of my emotions, um, that is, a core aspect of the medicine that I offer the world. Turtlestone was inviting me to embrace that. It was inviting me to integrate it into all aspects of my life, to receive it as medicine, to recognize the ways that I can support others in the world, to offer my unique gifts, to recognize it as a unique gift. Each of our crystals, especially when we're working with them in the crystal shaman way, as a crystal shaman, um, in from the shamanic perspective, when we approach crystals, we approach crystals with a little bit of a, a, a different spin. And they're really inviting us to integrate our unique medicine. Unique crystals will show up at different times to support us in understanding the unique gifts we are here to offer to offer the world. So this is a powerful question. This would be the third question to really be with if one of your crystals disappears or breaks or is ready to move on in any other way. All right, my sacred friends. So with that, I'd love to hear if you have any disappearing crystal stories. Go ahead and share that over on my blog uh, with this post, uh, laurieandrus.com forward slash blog. And uh, Let's Talk Crystals is the uh, post. So go on over there, share it. I'd love to hear your stories. And then the other thing I would love to invite you to do is if you've enjoyed this episode, please give me some stars, a review. That's how we help other people find this. And that's how I know that you're enjoying, that you're listening, that you're you're deepening your own experience with the crystals and stones. Uh, this This is what keeps the energy moving forward so that I can continue to create episodes like this, so that I can continue to connect with you in this way. All right, so that's at iTunes, Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and uh, leave some stars, a review, and of course, always share it with your friends. All right, my sacred friends, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day, and as always, shine brightly.